The Ryan Tuberty Show on RTE Radio 1 with Elevon Merchant Services. Growing your business is easy peasy with us by your side. Good morning all, Ryan Tupperdew with you. It's Monday morning, the 21st of March, 2022. Great to have your company at five past nine. We're here till 10 o'clock. Text number is good to go on 51551. And the email address, as always, is ryan at rte.ie. How was the longest weekend that ever existed since the foundation of the state for everybody? Everyone good? Well rested, I hope, and ready to rock and roll for the next five days, a whole five-day week. Oh, God help us. Will we be able for it? You know we will. Strangely, um, under the weather uh, the last few days uh, because of a chesty thing that's doing the rounds. Checked in, antigen tested my way through it. All good, by the way, otherwise I wouldn't be here, would I? And equally GP-wise, I was told, yep, just take paracetamol and drink water and uh, the Puritan if you need it and that kind of thing. So I said, all right, fair enough, I'll just keep rocking on but I was a little bit under the weather for the last few days with that in mind I kept going went to the match watched Ireland play and win the Triple Crown and against Scotland on Saturday which was terrific but um, home early um, that's, the, that's the key that was the key to it on, on all of the evenings and we had a great fun um, late late show on Thursday night and um, really enjoyed the company of everyone I, I there I thought Kelly Harrington was particularly knockout she started singing Grace that was utterly unexpected and unplanned and very welcome and there was we even were at one stage the, the, our trad musicians were playing before the show and um, they she she said come on get up for a dance and we, we danced it was it featured on obviously Instagram and, and, and TikTok and all these kind of things and it was fine but I, I was dancing like I was like her uncle at a wedding going yeah you know flinging around and bringing her in and it's not my forte and everyone looking at it going, oh, well I, I don't mind presenting the show but I, I can't can't dance, won't dance. Anyway, that's the nature of the woman. Like, Up you get. I was like, all right, okay, okay. Brings you along in her wake. Uh, but it was great to see her and Mandy and um, and John C. Wright's great comedy. Clannad, everyone. Most enjoy- and Oliver Callan was a hoot, as he always is. Uh, so uh, thanks to everyone for pulling that together. Um, appreciate that. Uh, as I say, the match then was just uh, terrific. And then I was watching the, uh, the, the, the rugby again yesterday. And they won the whole thing. So it was a good week, a good weekend in sport. Um, Rachel Blackmore, can't forget her remarkable uh, uh, wins in Cheltenham, of course. And so just uh, lots to be proud of uh, for Ireland. One of the things I mentioned in passing last week was upstairs. I said, you know the way they, 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 our bills are all going up by this massive amount of money? And he said, oh, so where do you, where do you make a, a, a save? And one of the guys said, well, the first thing I'll do is get rid of um, downloading uh, stream, streaming services. I said, well, will you not miss them? And he started going through them, adding them all up. Well, you got this one, this one, this one, this one. I said, yeah. And then multiply by that, that, that. I said, yeah, well, you, do you know what you're... So anyway, that conversation took part then uh, le- later that day with the other friends. So we all took out our phones and said, well, what are you... Uh, well, go to this. There's a thing in your phone that can say subscriptions. You go to subscriptions, yeah. And you go, well, I, I'm on Audible. I don't, I don't ever use that. What? Yeah, yeah, that's five ninety nine a month. So cancel it, cancel. I'm on this one, that one. Cancel, cancel, cancel. Well, I only use that one. And then people started realizing as you talk about, if you talk it through, how many people in your house are subscribing to the thing 
that only one of you need. I'm not saying kill all subscriptions to all of these things, but you'll actually find when you go through it, you're accumulating quite a lot of cost. Probably crossover in cost. We've just got so used to it. And maybe during the pandemic, we were a bit flu-like with it. And suddenly people saying, well, I'm not, don't, don't need that. Don't need that. Don't need, I'm going to get rid of the, the, the food, the food services or the, you know, whatever, the, the, the subscription online service that you don't watch. Or you, you subscribed for a series and you find yourself still on it. So you could do yourself a, a service by just going through them and saying, what exactly am I subscribed to? And how careful should I be and, uh, in terms of what it was? But suddenly people around me were going, I'm getting rid of that. I certainly don't need that. And everyone's felt liberated and, and slightly um, less tethered, as it were. And I see Donald Byrne uh, writing in RT.ie today about motor expenses and how to save on petrol and diesel costs. And it's practical advice, like shopping around. He saw in Dublin, one uh, petrol station was, it was one seventh, 173, 173.8 um, per litre of petrol and uh, somebody else going 196.9. So if you shop around, you'll get the difference. Declutter your car. An empty roof rack adds 16% more drag to your car's aerodynamic. An empty roof rack. Get rid of the roof rack. Uh, same goes for the boot. Golf clubs, get them out. That box of stuff for the recycle centre, get them out. You're, you're weighing your car down. You're costing yourself money. Uh, buy less fuel. If you fill all the way, you're adding weight. Never thought of that. So don't just go in and fill it and, and walk. Do it. 20 quid here, 30 quid there. Uh, regular servicing helps. Check the, uh, the oil, tyre pressures, all these things. Man. Don't get lost. Plan your journey. Combine short trips. Um, don't start the engine until you're ready to go. These are, it does make sense. Drive smoothly. De- decelerate smoothly. Um, what else? Cut down on the air conditioning. Stick to the speed limits. And don't turn off the... T- turn the engine off if it looks like you could be queuing or waiting in a, in a line for more than three minutes. You know, some people are... I'm here for one second. Engine off. Give it three minutes if it's a long one. Anyway, these are the things that are occupying the mind. One of the things I watched at the weekend was Encanto. If you like uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda who did uh, Hamilton and uh, Tick Tick Boom and stuff like that. I mean, the man, the man is so prolific uh, and, and so talented. So I was watching Encanto with my youngest and we were going and I was saying to her, do you know something? I said, am I, am I thick? And she said, well, that's rhetorical. I said, no, no, but I, I, I said, I'm, I, I'm having trouble following this story. This story. Maybe I'm a little under the way. Um, like, is it, it's very complicated. And then someone upstairs said, no, it's, 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 inter- it's, a, it's a film about intergenerational trauma. I said, I thought it was a bunch of kids with superpowers and one kid doesn't have it and she just realises that the only superpower she needs is, is within her soul. It's inside herself. And um, anyway, Encanto is good. Apparently the song in it, it, there's a big song in Encanto, which no doubt will feature in the Toy Story, in the Toy um, Show at some point. The song in it is uh, bigger than Frozen, Let It Go. So Encanto is the big thing. And Lin-Manuel Miranda is... Has said his mind is blown over the success of Encanto. But he says in this interview, we want to tell an intergenerational Latino family story and as much complexity as we can get into 90 minutes as we can. Lynn, you succeeded. It was, it is complex. It is complicated. But it's also quite beautiful and, and kind. And kids love it because they love the tunes. So it's another win. Another win for Lynn. What else was that? I was reading um, uh, a book called In the Heart of the Sea 
by Nathaniel Philbrick. And the reason I'm reading is because one of you recommended it to me after I've been talking about Madhouse at the End of the Earth. And it's the story on which Herman Melville based Moby Dick. So I thought, okay, I'm going to give this a read. All based in Nantucket in the 1830s and how it was a Quaker uh, Quaker uh, village or island. Um, but they had this rabid whale hunting passion, which is, brings me to the Irish Examiner today and Richard Collins' article, which headlines, Why are killer whales attacking yachts? You see, because I'm kind of in a big, bit of a whale frame of mind at the moment. At an 11 metre long yacht sailing from Acarunia to Gibraltar in, in July 2020 had its wheel wrenched from the helmsman's hands. Something had struck the rudder and was pounding the bottom of the boat. And the vessel had to be towed ashore. And when raised from the water, killer whale bite marks were found on the hull. So the whales, not the only one, this is happening. Why are they misbehaving? Well, each autumn around 60 of these whales hunt tuna off Spain and Portugal. And Portugal, rather. And they're saying that uh, there are two pods, one consisting of juveniles, one of juveniles and adults, and killer whales mob sperm whales when competing with them for food. So do juvenile killer mistakes, uh, killers mistake yachts for sperm whales? Dolphins love playing with boats and killer whales are very large dolphins. What? Some reports indicate that they approach yachts upside down, belly up, suggesting that they're just playing. Are attacks therefore instances of boisterous mischief or the behaviour, is the behaviour more ominous? So that brought me to the film called Moby Dick, which I decided to watch yesterday in the middle of it all. Moby Dick, starring Gregory Peck. Then I'm getting down the rabbit hole of the whale family, if I can mix my uh, Animal Kingdom metaphors. Uh, and I realised that Gregory Peck didn't want to play the part. John Huston convinced him to play the part. So I'm watching it in a slightly uh, Panadol haze. And I'm going, is that, is that Paris Court Waterfall he's walking by at the beginning, kind of tiptoeing through? Sure enough, IMDb. Trivia. Yep, it was filmed in Paris Court Waterfall. And then all the scenes, because they're real Irish faces that he goes up close on as they're sending them off to the sea. Uh, filmed in Yall in County Cork. You probably knew this. I didn't. And then they head off and film around Grand Canaria. Moby Dick. Um, and um, yes, so it's, 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 all, it's all very whaley. And Noel Purcell is in there in the middle of it all in a, in a bar scene singing a song. Welcome to my weekend. Um... Charles and Camilla's visit will be a multi-million euro royal bonanza to the southeast, according to the Irish Independent today. Ralph Regal saying that, well, I didn't realise they were coming to town. Uh, Charles and, and Camilla are coming to Waterford and Tipperary and they reckon it'll, it'll, it'll reap great dividends for everybody. And the, the uh, specific details are under wraps. So anyone who's involved in the tour will have been tapped on the shoulder quietly and told you'll need to do this and go here and wear that and et cetera, et cetera. But we don't know. So they're into heritage, farming, gardens, architecture, equestrian sports, arts, crafts and community development. So we will see. Last week he was trying to understand why it took so long to pull a pint. Now he's going to find out what the good people of Waterford and Tipperary have to offer the world. The answer to which is, of course, endless amounts of culture and entertainment. So they'll have fun there, which is good. Right, 51551. Went to London, says Mick, for the long weekend, uh, for the long bank holiday, only to be hit with that thing you caught. Yeah, the chest thing. I wasn't feeling uh, tip-top, but still great to be able to take weekend getaways once again. Exactly. I was 
kind of down an engine really um, even on uh, the late late night I wasn't feeling uh, 100% but we kept uh, flying through it and um, it's not COVID it's just uh, just it it's just some other thing that's doing around. Half the country have COVID and half the country have this thing. Turn off your engine after three minutes. Well, they burn up the energy tooting their horns. People can't wait three seconds. There's no patience. The other ideas are good, though. It's a beautiful day in Liebtru. Good stuff. And Kay is in beautiful Bami, Kilkenny City. Lovely. You've read my mind. Today is a day to make calls to compare and contrast my TV streaming costs. Which contract is up in April? So I will have my homework done if I'm cancelling. Don't need a lot of this luxury stuff anymore. What happened, by the way, here's another thing. A lot of them were, were about to cancel a streaming service and whatever bot got back to them and said, are you sure? And they said, yeah, I'm gone. And this happened repeatedly. They said, oh, we'll half your, we'll half your fee if you'll stay with us. And I said, all right, yeah. So this is not something that you'll be wasting your time doing. You'll either, you, you might even get rid of the streaming service. You just might get a better offer. How about that? And there was a piece saying that uh, I think it was Netflix are road testing a thing in the next few months in Latin America to to to, to see will people be okay if you're not allowed piggyback on other people's Netflix accounts if they don't live somewhere else, which I always thought was I didn't think that was economically a very wise model. I thought it was great fun because it means we can all have it, but I think that those days may be numbered. We'll see. They're giving it a run out and see. Happy World Down Syndrome Day. Well, indeed, everybody. Can you say hello to everyone in Ireland and around the world with Down Syndrome? Well, of course, and their family and friends. They're happy to. And thanks for helping spread awareness of our community from Paul Hoare in, um, with Offaly Down Syndrome. And um, great to hear from you this morning and wishing everyone every happiness today. And I hope you mark the day well and with great joy. Can you please give a shout out to Down Syndrome Ireland members who've joined in a celebration taking place today in cities and towns across Europe to mark World Down Syndrome Day. Of course I can. Some 15 adults with Down Syndrome who are also members of the Barn Door Creative Studios will join their peers across Europe by taking part in a flash mob dancing to the tune of Back on My Feet. And they will do this on the grounds of the awe-inspiring Trim Castle in Meath, which is lovely. And that's happening today at one. Uh, so good luck with that, everybody. Have fun. And we'll be talking a bit more dancing uh, this morning, obviously, because we are saying... Hello and good morning to Matthew and Laura who were shown the door very politely and with great energy last night and they're alive in studio with us uh, this morning. World's happiest countries 2022, anyone? Will I tell you? Of course I will. It's a UN report. For the fifth year in a row, the happiest country on which to live and have great fun and not worry about things like life expectancy and GDP per capita and social support and corruption and social trust and generosity in the community. Where do we all need to be moving to? Finland. Everybody, get to Finland and enjoy yourselves. And then, let's have a look at the top chart here. Then it's Denmark, Iceland, see you soon, I hope, Switzerland, Netherlands, Luxembourg, Sweden, Norway, Israel, New Zealand. Where is Ireland, you may ask? Are we in the top 20? Yes, we are, at number 13. Lucky for some. Okay, uh, 51551 is the text number. U2 series in early development at Netflix. J.J. Abrams to produce. That's a good combination. I presume that's a documentary of some sort. The piece wasn't very clear, but I think it's a documentary, so I'll be up for that. Zelensky thanks Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher for their support. He had a uh, conference, video conference call. In fairness, they've helped raise 
nearly $35 million for humanitarian humanitarian aid efforts. So that's good. And the Eurovision Song Contest has become a thing in America, whereby they're now going to have a, a version of it, if you like. It's the American Song Contest with Snoop Dogg and Kelly Clarkson to host. 56 singers, duos or bands, one from each state, that's 50. And then uh, capital Washington, D.C., uh, that's 51, plus five U.S. territories makes it 56. And they all get to compete for the honour of having the country's best new original hit song. And it'll be an eight-week TV show starting March 21st, which is today. Oh, that'll be kind of interesting. Um, Okay, and one last thing. Hot cross buns. I love hot cross bun and um, but there's a, a, a reverend in the UK who says that novel ingredients such as chocolate cheese and caramel being added may be the devil at work so be careful of your hot cross bun choice today these extras distract us from the seasonal treats religious symbolism it's not an accident that they've been warped this guy says it could be the devil at work the hot cross bun stands for the struggle between the world as it is and the world as we want it to be it's not just a bun lads it's it's a metaphor with 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 fresh, beautiful, nice butter on it and a good cup of tea, you're you're in business. Tradi- traditionally eaten on Good Friday or any day of the week by me, they're named after the flower paste cross on top representing the crucifixion of Jesus. Now it's not not just any old cake, in fairness to it. Although they, they, I, I don't think they should wreck cakes as they often do I've often said it about different things and they tried to I was watching a programme the other day some guy was making a an eaten mess very straightforward beautiful fresh fruit raspberries strawberries cream meringue like a pavlova but very delicious but what he wasn't doing to it to wreck it and that's what happens all, all TV chefs wreck simple things simple things someday when when this job is done and I'm finished and, and one of my projects will be a cookery programme for normal people who just like regular food and not shoving almonds and nuts into everything and pecan this and pesto that, just ordinary, decent Irish food. Someday, maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, but someday. Thought for the day, 9.23. I dislike most in the world is getting makeup put on um, for the TV show and even though I'm surrounded by the best makeup artists on the, on the, in the land I say swiftly because they're great and they're great company um, it's just I'm too um, restless uh, it, I have to sit down for too long and it, it I, yeah and that song came on and I said that song sounds so good it hasn't aged a day I said that would sound lovely now on Monday morning on the radio I think that, that that's so if you're wondering where did that come from? That's exactly where that came from. I just thought Shade. I remember her uh, when I was younger. She would have been top of the pops fixture and uh, classy. I always thought she was a very classy sort of person. I don't know anything else about her other than vague memory. I don't know if she's. Well, I presume she's well alive, but wh- whether her career she's still gigging and that kind of thing because that voice is kind of timeless. So I'd imagine she could still carry all that easily. Terry, Dublin 15. I absolutely agree with you about plain, ordinary food. My gripe is why does everything, absolutely everything, have to have a small bush of green leaves on top of it? Leave it alone. Let's see what the dish is like. I know. Look, that's... 
they used to call it a garnish. I, I, I think that's probably, sounds probably too common now. There's, I'm sure there's a new word. It always gets handed back. <laughs> so I'm not sure the point. But in fairness to Lucy Trevo, who says maybe you haven't seen Paul Trevo cooking on television. Normal food for everyone to cook. Fair point. I, I will accept that. When I was a baby, says um, Eileen Kelly in Adair, my parents went to see some of the making of Moby Dick in Yall. And I apparently was a bit fractious with my mother and, and uh, while my mother tried to have a cup of tea and the man near her said, here, I'll, I'll, I'll take her, I'll take the baby. It was Noel Purcell. And this story was trotted out to me every time he was on TV. Was Noel Purcell in Flight of the Doves? Am I mistaken? That was a St. Patrick's Day staple for me as a kid. I always associated with that, that, that film, with that, with that time of the year. If you're Irish, step into the parlour was the song, I think. So yeah, I think he was the main man in that. My daughter lives in Spain, says Claire, and she had the same chest thing that you have. She's a teacher. She caught it off one of her pupils who had visited the hospital where she was told it was adenovirus. Has all the symptoms of COVID. Good, without being COVID, which is good news. Siobhan's in Carasavine, an English scientist, Dr. Horace Dobbs of the Whale and Dolphin Conservation Society in Bath, England, said they can lose their navigation and maybe beach as a result. This I did not know. No person was, of course, in Fight of the Doves. We can confirm. Uh, at 9.30, we've got, we've, got to, we've got to get dancing. Let's do that. The Ryan Tuberty Show on RTE Radio 1. Now, they enjoyed their company. I have to say, very nice. I didn't expect that conversation to go half the place it went, but they were lovely. Uh, very nice. Okay. I'm a head chef in a restaurant in Munich. Okay. Uh, this is Paul McNamara. And while in lockdown, my neighbours asked me, what they should cook for dinner and wanted videos of how to make the dishes I suggested. So I set up a YouTube channel where everyone get, could get ideas for easy to make meals. The channel's called Paul's Easy Meals. Okay, Paul's Easy Meals, you say. Greetings from Munich. Paul's Easy, where I went to see Paul McCartney with my youngest daughter. Yeah, Paul's Easy Meals, okay, Munich. Okay, an old person was in the Macintosh Man uh, from your lovely Roundstone again in a... Uh, pub since uh, seen on the keys. Oh, in in the uh, pub scene on the keys in Ramsden. Very good, Macintosh man. Uh, two points. Ryan Shade played Dublin a few years ago. She was amazing. Secondly, I bet that the happiness poll was taken pre February twenty fourth. Not sure if Finns are in the best of form. I see what you mean there. Okay. Bernadette says another issue I have uh, for food is on a lump of wood or slate. What's wrong with the plate? That's just the way it moves. Uh, in the heart of the sea, it was made into a film. Oh. 2015 by Ron Howard, starring Chris Helmsworth, Killian Murphy, Brendan Gleeson, Ben Wishaw. I did not. I think I'll read the book first, but that uh, that sounds good. The chocolate and orange version of the hot cross bun. Oh, that sounds good. Um, is good, and I think my soul is fine with me tucking in. Good to see beautiful Waterford and Tipperary getting a look in with Charles and Camilla. Hope they visit Ormond Castle, as Queen Elizabeth never got to got to it. Says Deirdre. Okay, maybe they might. Saw so chocolate, orange chocolate twirl Easter egg in the shops yesterday. I thought, yep, that'll do. Roby, uh, re Moby Dick, Roby Dick. It, it was set pre-electrification and telegraph poles. And there's a scene, says Frank and Cork, at the as the whaling boat is passing Yall Lighthouse. What do you know? There's a telegraph pole. Often, often can happen. Ryan, the Finns may be happy. I found them not so friendly. We Irish are tops for the friendliness. But we do complain a lot. We live in a great country. So Jane and Blackwater in County Wexford. Oh, thank you for all of those uh, comments. It's great. Here's an Irish song I want to play for you. You won a big award recently. And uh, for those I have loved. Yep, this is good. I have a love 
and it never fades. From red garden sheds to watching lads on steads knocking heads. From the two by two punk stage to a warehouse rave with a bloke we met on the way dancing till day. I have a love and it never fades. Full of plights and gripes like Achilles who loves fights. Like you did, right? Like we did twice. David Balfad, that's um, that's a pretty strong, strong, powerful song, that. And uh, I have a love at uh, one minute to ten. Quick break before we say goodbye. How about that, Tubbs? I saved 62 euros since your show started. I rang my car insurance, got renewal down from 6.12 to 5.50. And so it begins. Have a great day. Stay tuned to Claire. The Ryan Tuberty Show. Listen back on the RTE radio player.